Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision, brought to you by the Council of Citizens with Low Vision and Airs LA. My name is Dr. Bill Takesta, and this evening, my guest host is Christine Chaikin, and we really have a very, very exciting speaker on who's going to talk to us about something I think that we're all interested in. So, Christine, would you go ahead and give us the honor of introducing our guest? Our guest tonight is Barry from the Low Vision Shop. And so with that being said, I will go directly into the questions. So the first question is, Barry, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. First of all, Dr. Bill, Christine, thank you so much for having me here this evening. It's an honor to be here. And absolutely. So... About six and a half years ago, I had the opportunity of a lifetime to get involved in the sight loss community. And, you know, it's people ask me this question all the time. It's like, you know, how did you end up as a sighted person in the low vision blind community? And it, it's pretty, you know, pretty fascinating because, you know, I didn't just wake up one morning and say, hey, this is the uh, industry. This is the community that I want to be involved with. And this is where, uh, you know, I'm setting out as far as my career. My father, my uncle, and my younger brother are all optometrists. And I grew up in a household. Yes. Yes. So I, I grew up in a household full of uh, eye care practitioners. And I guess, you know, some of it, I guess, rubbed off on me while I was growing up. I, you know, I didn't realize when I was invited to join the family business. We're based out of uh, just outside Baltimore, Maryland. I didn't realize, you know, what low vision or blindness was really all about. And, you know, it, it's something that I've now dedicated my life. And I literally eat, sleep and breathe uh, everything related to sight loss. So, it's, you know, I used to, I came from a completely different industry. Um, I used to service and work with the airlines on a global level. I used to manufacture collectible merchandise, everything like from model airplanes to cufflinks to pens, kids' backpacks. Everything that I created was all aviation related. And when I was winding down that chapter in my life, I said, you know, all the products that I've been producing over the past 16 years the goal was to put a smile on a kid's face because, you know, at the end of the day, these products were geared towards children. So we would get excited if we would do a coloring book or whatever it was. You know, I want to put a, a smile on a kid's face, their first journey on an airplane, wherever they're going. I want to make an impact. But when I was winding down that period in my life and I knew that I was going to be uh, starting something a little bit different, I said I really want to make an impact as far as improving quality of life and being able to do that also on a global level. So uh, six and a half years in, I'm happy to say that I feel that I'm really making my mark uh, around the globe, uh, especially here in North America. And, you know, it's something that I, I'm learning new things every day, and I'm meeting the most incredible people uh, as I embark on this journey. Really, really impressive, Barry. Thank you. You know, one of the things that I was actually somewhat concerned with tonight when Christine told me that we were having you on as a guest to talk about gifts 
for the holiday season for people who were blind and low vision was that I didn't know what you would know. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, there are so many times that there are people who venture out in the low vision community. Maybe they sell computers for the blind. Maybe they teach people how to walk with a cane. Maybe they sell magnifiers and sunglasses. But there are so many people who are in the field of low vision and they know nothing truly about what vision is to begin with. And so knowing that you have three members of your family in optometry, wow, that is really, really amazing. And it makes me really, really happy that Christine was able to find you. You don't? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, thank I, you, Barry. You're very welcome. And, you know, I, I always say, you know, I, I approach things very differently when it comes to any type of, you know, devices, high tech, low tech. You know, I, I really approach it in a completely different fashion than, let's say, someone who is just <laughs> in this, you know, for a paycheck. And that, that is completely not the case in, in my situation. Yeah. Now, you know, first of all, what about your particular business how how do you actually dispense different types of low vision devices and tools to your clients do you have stores throughout northern north america so that's a great question so we only at today in 2020 we only have one store which is situated just outside of Baltimore in, in our, the city that we're in is called Timonium, Maryland. So if you're anyone who's, who's joining this, uh, call this evening, we're located across from the Maryland State Fairgrounds. That's usually a great, um, identification mark where we are located, but we have this store. This store has been open for a year and a half. And obviously with COVID these days, we no longer accept just, you know, anyone just as far as a walk-in, everyone, who does come in schedules an appointment. Now we built an online platform right when we first started. And today it's proving to be, you know, I'm really grateful that we have that online platform because we are able to ship devices around the country and around the world. All of the devices that we offer are, you know, quite unique. Um, there is definitely some level of I see disruption as far as, you know, game changing piece of technology. And so we are able to ship devices all around the country. Uh, some devices, I will say, require a little more support as far as providing, you know, information and know how and instructions as far as how to use it. But a lot of these devices are, you know, pretty straightforward. So, um, you know, again, it's sometimes it's a little more difficult, but, you know, many times it's we are quite successful working with people remotely, especially these days. Now, I think one of the most common complaints that people with low vision have is that if they do have some vision, maybe they have diabetic retinopathy or macular degeneration, is that they say they don't see clear enough to read and they want a magnifier. And uh, one of the questions that I have is, how are you able to determine what power magnifier works for your client if 
they're in a different part of the country? Again, that's, that's a very good question. So there are many times where our clients already have maybe already utilized a handheld magnifier or something of that nature. And so we actually offer complimentary low vision consultations, and these are virtual consultations. And during those virtual consultations, we will ask, you know, a number of questions that will be able to give us a, you know, a relative good idea as far as where a person is holding, as far as where the, where, as far as sight loss, what kind of remaining sight they have, and more importantly, what their goals are. What do they want to achieve? And so, you know, based on that kind of information, uh, we are able to help determine and, and provide the guidance as far as selecting an appropriate device. Wow, that is perfect. That is awesome. You you should have become an optometrist. <laughs> so they tried that. They tried that. No, I I I I um, I, I, I promised my father that I would make an attempt. And when I took biology and chemistry one summer, uh, that, that was the end of it. It didn't go too well. So well, that's, that's your fault. You don't take both of them in the same <laughs> summer. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's, 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 it's something that I, you know, I, I actually visited and toured, you know, various, op, you know, optometry uh, schools, uh, when I was in undergraduate school. And for me, it just, you know what, I didn't have it in me at the time to actually go, you know, forward as and become a doctor. Uh, I particularly have a creative background and, you know, sales, marketing, business development. And I like to create and, and develop and to really, you know, disrupt, if you want to call it. And now, you know, today, break down barriers. How do we break down barriers? That, that That's what I like to do. So... You know, I've thought about going back to school, but I think I'm, uh, I think that train has departed the station and, uh, we're going to continue to do what I, you know, I do best and, you know, bring the latest and greatest of innovative technology to the market. Well, it, it sounds to me, you know, you have already done more than what most low vision optometrists have done in their whole career <laughs> to be able to serve an entire continent like that and to have figured out a way to do online virtual assessments is really great but uh would you tell our audience okay uh they may have uh, aunt or uncle uh, maybe they want to read uh, recipes so that they can cook but what are the different types of magnifier choices i know that there's many different powers but what are the different types of magnifiers can you review that sure absolutely so um you know i would say probably everyone here is already familiar with our traditional handheld magnifiers now traditional handheld magnifiers uh typically go up to around 10x magnification so they start you know two three four five six you know seven uh, eight uh and then ten as far as, as far as magnification. Now, one thing everyone needs to keep in mind is that, and it's, it's a common, you know, question that we receive day in, day out. I want a powerful magnifier, but I also want a large field of view. And oh. what most people, what most people don't understand is that 
it's simply, you know, with optics and, and lenses, you know, we are limited as far as, when I say we, as far as manufacturers are limited as far as from a production standpoint, what they are physically able to produce. So you can't get a 10x handheld magnifier with a wide, you know, field of view. It's, it's going to be fairly small and it's going to be circular in most, in most instances. So, you know, again, we start, the first thing we do is we start off based on a person's goals, right? So obviously we're dealing with handheld magnifier. We're talking about magnification. Traditionally, it's going to be being able to read a recipe, help with reading uh, maybe a, a letter in the mail, help signing a check, help, you know, uh, maybe again, reading a newspaper. There are various different, you know, instances how everyone wants to utilize magnification. So again, we start off from the basics. We start off with a handheld magnifier. And then when someone wants a bit more where they want, you know, maybe they want that 10X or they want to go above that 15X, 18X, 20X, and they want a wider field of view, that's when we enter into video magnification. So video magnification, digital magnification offers individuals a lot of different options. So when I, we had the handheld magnifiers we were talking about, they come in both with a LED lighting on the back, or I should say on, yeah, on the back, um, or non-LED. I personally always recommend uh, an LED light because individuals when have, who have sight loss traditionally need some additional lighting to help them out. So again, we have that, but then when we go into the video magnifiers, the digital aspect, we're able to have, you know, really powerful magnification and we also are able to bring in different contrast settings. So let's say someone with macular degeneration, most people like to have the traditional high contrast white background, black text. But there are some people who feel more comfortable, they're able to see letters, characters more clearly if we went with the reverse, with the dark background and white text. So digital magnification has a lot of you know additional features, powerful magnification, um, and that's, you know, that's usually like that in the middle. And, and the, you know, these video magnifiers, they come in various different sizes. So they come with, you know, multiple, you know, size screens. Uh, some of the more elaborate ones are similar to like a tablet where you can actually, you know, sort of like pinch. Everyone here is familiar with a tablet where you can squeeze an, an, like an image and zoom in. So some of these uh, video magnifiers have that ability to do that and to be able to use your hand. So instead of just pushing a button to zoom in or zoom out, you can use your fingers to like, you know, spread them apart, bring them in, do that pinch uh, motion. Um, you can move it with your hands, swipe it across the screen. Again, every, you know, video magnifier is gonna be slightly different, but they're very versatile. And then from there, we actually go into some more of like larger desktop video magnifiers that give an individual to the ability to place more, you know, different types of documents, books underneath where they can get, again, different contrast settings, very powerful magnification. And, you know, that, that, that gives, a, I would say, a very good uh, overview when it comes to uh, digital video magnifiers. And, you know, that, that, that's, that's really, you know, the handheld magnifiers are a great starting point. And, of course, we have some in-between magnifiers, you know, desktop and stand magnifiers as well. But I would say traditionally we see most individuals go for either a handheld, that's where they start, and then they go into 
a digital video magnifier. You know, and uh, it is truly amazing how the advances in technology have made all of these, whether it's going to be the type of hand magnifier that Sherlock Holmes would carry, or you have one of these video magnifiers that utilizes like a computer screen that you put on the desk. It is amazing how clear they are and how they enable people to read for long periods of time. That is that is true. And, you know, I, I always say that everyone is at a you know a different stage when it comes to sight loss, right? Blindness doesn't discriminate, and there are different shades of blindness and sight loss. So, you know, it, it just really all depends where an individual is, how much magnification they require, what the tasks they're looking to achieve, and then from there, we're able to assess um, an appropriate device. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to let you know, Barry, that uh, I was a, a low-vision optometrist for many, many years, and then I lost my vision. I'm totally blind now due to rod cone degeneration of the retina. And my boss who I was employed by when I first got out of optometry school was Dr. Samuel Janinski. And he was the person who invented the first uh, CCTV video magnifier. So I was very, very blessed to learn so much from him. But he would be very proud of hearing everything that you know. I mean, it's very impressive the way that you're able to explain these things. But let me turn it over to uh, Christine, because uh, she's the boss here. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Bill. <laughs> so my next question is, Is besides magnifiers, do you sell any other products, such as talking products? And if you do, what are they? So good question. So, you know, we do get a lot of requests for some, you know, talking products. But we have actually decided to hold off on bringing any of those into our realm. Um, and, and the reason why is that we've really, you know, curated a selection of devices where we feel that uh, our products, our devices, the technology that we offer, again, high tech or low tech, they stand out. They have sort of that, you know, disruptive pattern to it. And when I say disruptive, they are new to market. They are a change from what, you know, the current status quo. And, you know, we, I don't like status quo. I always like to, you know, really find unique products that are able to stand out and make a difference. And, and I will tell you that we work with a lot of our uh, manufacturers. A lot of the devices that we offer are made overseas. And I'm not talk, just talking about China. We do a lot of work with companies over in the in Europe. And there's a lot of great technology, again, again, some high-tech, some low-tech, that are available today on the market. So we do, um, you know, for example, there's a simple device. It's called Ramble Tag. I don't know if anyone here has ever heard of a Ramble Tag, but Ramble Tag is a mobility guidance aid. And what it is, it's I'm sure everyone here is familiar with when they go and get a blood pressure test, you put that cuff uh, with that Velcro on your arm. And a ramble tag is basically something very similar to that, but it has a handle, almost like a backpack handle on it. So, for example, 
let's say I wanted to uh, escort one of my colleagues. We are maybe in an airport or we are at a trade show or we are just in a more of a um, confined space where it's, where it's quite busy. And I want to be able to provide a more uh, refined level of guidance. So instead of my colleague uh, holding on to my arm or holding on to my drag, grabbing onto my jacket. Uh, and again, especially today where people may feel uncomfortable with COVID, uh, the ramble tag is, is a, an incredible, uh, option where an individual with sight loss can hold on, uh, through this like hook slash handle and be able to receive great guidance from their guide. So we've done a lot of that here in the Baltimore area as far as, you know, going around. My colleagues love it. They praise it, and, you know, they always say, like, oh, this is so much better than grabbing onto a stranger's arm who they don't know where this person has been, whether it's a sweaty arm or whatever it is. You know, yeah. they say the ramble tag is, is just a simple and, and a really wonderful solution to help people out, again, in specific cases. You know, I hear, you know, very un- a lot of unfortunate uh, stories where, let's say, someone might be traveling in an airport, and the first thing that, you know, if someone asks, you know, they check off that they have sight loss, so they need maybe some extra assistance from the check-ins going through security to the gate, whatever it may be. But the first thing I always hear is like, oh, they want to bring an individual with sight loss. They want to bring them a wheelchair. And in most cases, oh. someone, just because they have sight loss, it does not mean that they require a wheelchair. So it's a little you know, quite, it, it can be very, you know, disturbing. So again, we are, yeah. working with airport authorities to try and get the ramble tags in place where people can have that extra level of comfort, the dignity to be, uh, you know, guided through a location such as an airport. So um, that's just, you know, one uh, option there as far as, some, so as far as devices. We also offer a variety of different mobility canes. Uh, specifically, we offer a mobility cane that's really unique it, besides it being foldable, you know, collapsible, uh, for example, let's say if it's a four-part cane, the first segment, you know, that's closest to the ground, that is fully illuminated. It lights up. It's really oh, unique. Really, really, really unique. Yes, really unique. It's uh, it's an illuminated LED mobility cane. It, it offers some great benefits, you know, for individuals who have some remaining sight, it will help in, you know, brighten up their environment, but also it will help to allow individuals who are around them or maybe it's, you know, you're on a dark street or, you know, where a car is coming where the car will able, the driver will be able to see that there's someone out there because of that extra illumination. So again, we, we really, uh, you know, we go above and beyond to try and find unique products and devices. We have some, uh, incredible, uh, accessible and tactile cell phones by Blindshell. And we are looking to uh, continue to add to that category. Uh, we have absorptive filters. So people, ha- you know, they don't like, you know, the brightness out- outdoors. We have a really nice wide selection of those as well. And we also have a device called Sunuban, which provides uh, sonar, through echolocation and haptics. So basically it allows an individual to receive haptics, vibrations, uh, based on proximity to an object. We just recently uh, launched a really, uh, it's, it's a smart cane called WeWalk, uh, where it provides also haptics and similar sonar 
uh, but that's built into the actual, uh, the handle of this mobility cane. It's called WeWalk and it's, it's fairly new. And, uh, you know, we are continuing to bring new devices and aids to the market. And it's, it's just truly, you know, exciting times. Gosh, you know what? I, I really thought that I was up to date with all of these new low vision devices and things. And every one of these devices that you're talking about, I have, I have never seen them. I've never touched them. I've never used them. Uh, I think you need to open a branch here in Los Angeles. Okay. I, I, we, we will put it on the agenda. We, we, we do receive a lot of requests. And I am hopeful that one day we will have a West Coast operation. And, you know, you, you know, you, you touched on a point there as far as you, you're, you know, you're, you personally are not familiar with some of these devices, right? And you, you know, yeah. you were a low vision, you know, uh, specialist, right? Yeah. And today, one of our number one challenges is that retina specialists who do a tremendous job trying to save individual sight. Yes. But the problem is they many times they lack the education and the awareness as far as what devices are available today on the market. And rather than, you know, maybe just referring someone out, they just, you know, hold off and they don't share that information uh, to a, a person living with sight loss or someone who's maybe recently diagnosed. And it can be really, um, it's disturbing when, when, when we hear these stories because there are so many devices available today that really, you know, can go into a person's toolbox, if you want to call it, that can provide, you know, various different types of assistance. So um, I encourage, you know, everyone out there, you know, to push their doctors to make sure they stay on top. And if they're looking to get educated, you can send them my way. I'm always happy. I'm always educating doctors to be able to, you know, bring them up to speed as far as what's out there, what the devices can do, and how they can make an impact. You know, you, you're just so right because I go to the offices of ophthalmologists, and most of the people uh, that we go in, we will educate our retina ophthalmologists because most conditions that do cause severe low vision and blindness are diseases of the retina. But that's what they say is, my gosh, I didn't know any of this stuff existed. You know, yes. and, and in their mind, low vision aids, they're thinking about a magnifier like what Sherlock Holmes would carry around. Right. <laughs> and so when we show him all of this high-tech equipment, they say, gosh, if I had known all of this is available, I would have been referring people to you guys long ago. Correct. So you you have it right on, and you're doing the right thing. You know, before I forget, and I'm going to let it get back to Christine, but does your company send a newsletter by email or anything so if you do find something new, Barry, we could learn about it? Absolutely. We send out emails probably once a week. And individuals who want to sign up and receive information, the latest and greatest of all of our comings and goings, new devices, and uh, everything that's going on, uh, I encourage everyone to visit thelowvisionshop.com. 
and you can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, you would have to scroll to the bottom of the homepage and there'll be a section there where you can insert your email address and hit submit, sign me up and you're, you're good to go. And then you will start receiving communication from us. Okay. And so what is that address again? It's the lowvisionshop.com, the lowvisionshop.com. And you can scroll down on the homepage. There'll be a section there where you can sign up to receive the latest information, product updates, news, events, everything. You sign up for that and you're going to receive communication from us. Is that uh, also where we might be able to find a catalog and order or is your catalog actually on your webpage? Great question. So everything is available for purchase on thelowvisionshop.com. At the moment, we do not print an actual catalog as we have, you know, find catalogs to be uh, unfriendly to the environment. And today, where things are digital and accessible, uh, we find that it is the best and fastest solution to share information. So, um, again, sometimes we do get requests for catalogs. Uh -huh. um, again, if someone needs something specific, you know, sent to them, we can always do that and provide that. But for now, the primary is the online presence where everything is available online, all product information online. You know, Barry, uh, one more question. Uh, you, oh, you, you just got me all worked up. But uh, <laughs> let's say that I am buying some low vision devices for some friends. Mm -hmm. Do you have any type of return policy? Let's say that I buy two or three devices and they're just not quite perfect. And uh, the, the person wants to return it for something maybe a little bit weaker in power or maybe they want the cane that actually has a light instead of the one that has the, the vibration. Right. So Is there yes. a return policy? Yes, we do have a 14-day return policy. Absolutely. Nice. That is nice. We do have a 14-day return policy. And I would say <laughs> all, I would say just about every one of our products come with their own specific warranty. So, you know, in many cases, there's 12 months. Some go up to 18 months. Even some even go further to 24 months. It just depends on what a person is purchasing. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we find the right device for individuals. And we specifically uh, added, you know, earlier this year, the option for that virtual low vision consultation. It's free of charge. You know, it, it gives us an opportunity to connect, to meet you. And it also gives an opportunity to find an appropriate device. Wow, that's that's great. This is really good. Christine, you did a fantastic job of finding this young man. <laughs> Go Thank ahead, you, Christine. Okay, so my next question for you, Billy, is are uh, you running any holiday specials in the or whatever? Yes, so we are running some holiday specials right now. We are, you know, we didn't talk about wearable technology. And one of the most popular uh, devices, which we do have now, we are running specials through the holiday, is our several devices from OrCam. Now, if individuals out there are not familiar with OrCam, I'll give a quick um, overview of what OrCam devices are. They are specifically geared towards uh, OCR, optical character recognition 
where these devices will be able to read to you. Now, this starts off with the OrCam Read, which is like a pen-like device where you can literally point and click and the device will read to you uh, what you capture. And then you can move up to the MyEye and slash MyEye Pro, which offer a huge variety of options, currency detection, color detection, of course, the reading, facial recognition, uh, barcode scanning, telling the time just by literally holding up your wrist. You don't have to be wearing a watch. You can hold up your wrist and look at you look at your wrist and it will tell you the time and date. So OrCam or devices are very powerful. Um, some of the most powerful assistive technology available today on the market. The MyEye Pro, which is really a, a, a $5,250. There was an introductory price earlier this year for $4,250. It is currently available for the holidays through December 25th for $3,500. So a tremendous savings. So anyone is interested in, you know, purchasing an OrCam device is really think about it. I would say act now because come December 26th, that price is going back up to its, you know, the original uh, $5,250. So incredible savings there. Uh, the same thing with the OrCam Read. The, the regular price is $1,990. And the current through special through the 25th is $1,609. So nice savings across the board. Big, biggest savings is going to be on the uh, MyEye Pro. And we do also have a few uh, specials on the site. There are some uh, coupons available, uh, $25 off for first time purchases over $300. You can use the discount code happy, like you are happy to receive a discount, H-A-P-P-Y, you would enter that in the, uh, right before checkout, you would enter that coupon code happy, and that will give you $25 off. And I also want to tell you that all of our products uh, come with free shipping. So we ship free shipping across the United States. And um, really? Well, free? Yes, free shipping. Wow. Gosh, I, I like you even more now. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I, I you know, there's there, there are so many things to share with the audience here. I, I want to go take one step back when Christine asked a question as far as other products, other devices. I want to um, share with you, and I think Dr. Bill, I think you will really appreciate this. Um, what I'm about to tell you. So, you can tell I'm obviously very passionate when it comes to working with the sight loss community. We developed a unique series of artwork that was inspired from my dear friend, Mr. B. Fox, who I see is on this call this evening. I want to thank B. Fox for joining us. And I also want to thank, thank Tarika as well. Uh, we were just, we just wrapped up a site loss support group and we had some followers that were, that got wind of that I was going to be on here tonight and they, they came across. So I want to thank you guys for coming over. But I wanted to tell you about this uh, unique set of artwork which we created, which was inspired from my friend B. Fox, where there are so many misconceptions out there today when it comes to sight loss. And, you know, uh, B, his, his name is Ben, shared with me a story a while back where he was recently diagnosed sitting on a light rail train in the Phoenix, Arizona region. And he gets on the train with his mobility cane and someone offers him a seat to sit down. He takes the seat and then he takes out his phone and looks at his phone. 
And the way he describes that story to me, you know, uh, Ben has some remaining sight. And the way he describes the feeling, uh, the way people gave him that that, that ugly and, and, and that staring, that look, that like, I just gave you my seat. You're walking around with a mobility cane, and now you're taking out a, a phone. Like, what's going yeah, on here? Yeah. And, and, right, and ben, right. And, 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 you know, Ben felt felt so uncomfortable. He, he literally jumped off the train the next stop. And when he shared with me that story, I said, you know, we, you know, part of our goal, you know, we're not just about devices. It's, it's a much greater role that we play. And so we developed a series of art, uh, which we call the Almost Blind series. It's to create awareness. And we came out with this artwork. We, we literally recreated a railway train station uh, scene where we have individuals with sight loss and mobility canes holding smartphones and looking at their smartphones. All of the characters that are holding mobility canes, which we call are, who have sight loss, are dressed in colorful apparel. And all the other bystanders, all the other people on, on the train platform are in a two-tone uh, gray, um, you know, mm. color scheme. So, again, yeah. the, the, you know, the concept was, again, to create awareness. Uh, so we have a coffee mug that's based on that. comes in a two, ounce, two sizes, an 11-ounce and a 15-ounce. And we also have a new uh, hooded sweatshirt as well. So I, I wanted to point that out. Uh, because it's something that's very important, and uh, you know, we're going to continue to add more products like that um, as we continue oh. to grow. Wow, that is great. That is great. Thank and you. Uh, Mr. Fox, do you also sell these paintings? So, uh, so uh, we 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 actually we, we we don't offer them online. But we have, like here in our office, we have a 40 by something, uh, which is fairly large. It's printed on an acrylic. So if anyone out there who wants to have that scene, uh, custom piece, um, they can reach out to us and, um, you know, through the website or info at thelowvisionshop.com. And we're happy to work with someone to create something special. So, um, it's a, it, this whole, this piece of art is, is, it's, you know, is, created exclusively for us we commissioned it and you know we 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 love working with the site loss community and being able to create the awareness that is so much you know so in in demand and and, and so needed that um you know we, we put our whole heart into this wow that's really nice thank you so my next question billy is do you have a social media presence we do we do we have a presence on facebook we have a presence on instagram and we also have a presence on twitter i would tell you that instagram and facebook are the two primary uh social media platforms that we like to utilize for facebook it's just facebook.com forward slash the low vision shop and I believe for Instagram, it is the same thing. But let me uh, just double check and confirm that with you guys, because I don't want to give anyone the wrong information. Yes, it is the Low Vision Shop. So Instagram and Facebook are just, you know, forward slash the Low Vision Shop. Okay. And then my last question for you is, if um, people have further questions, what, how can they contact you? Great question. So we... 
are happy to accept phone calls. We are happy to accept emails. And we are also happy to accept fan mail. Whatever is convenient for everyone out there. So we have info. If you're going to send us an email, it's info at thelowvisionshop.com. Info at thelowvisionshop.com. We also have, again, for, for fan mail, you can go on our website, thelowvisionshop.com, where you can click on About Us and you can find our address there. And you can also give us a call at 410-431-2020. It's a very easy number. Area code 410-431-2020. Barry, I would also like to ask, because one of the uh, really, really helpful types of holiday gifts is a gift card. Do you sell gift cards for, you know, certain dollar denominations? You know, I, I tell you, Dr. Bill, you know, there's so many, we have so many options here. And, you know, I, if you would have brought it up, I would have never mentioned it. And yes, we do offer gift cards. We offer oh, gift okay. cards. They are available for purchase in pretty much any denomination. And, uh, they are available and they are featured right on our homepage. If you scroll down, you will find them. You will find the gift cards and they are definitely a great, uh, gift idea. Wow, that is fantastic. And well, uh, Mr. Spangler, can we go ahead and open it up to questions from our audience? If any of you have a question. I have Joyce with her hand up. Joyce, go ahead. Hey, Joyce. <laughs> Hi, Joyce. Hi, Barry. I'm Joyce. I'm actually from Potomac, Maryland. Nice. And I was wondering if you've interacted with Dr. Ingrid Zimmer Gallery yet. No, I am not. I am not familiar with that. With that she was with Wilmer, just left them, and opened up her practice in Mount Airy. She's a retina specialist, and in fact, when I saw her last month, she was asking if I knew any low vision doctors because Doctor Goldstein left Wilmer also. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. That, so, is, that, is, that, is that very recently? Yes. Okay. Uh, and. That, uh, you would like Dr. Zimmer Gallard because she's a licensed pilot also. Ooh, now we're talking. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted to tell you something. Anyway, I go out of my way to bring my, 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 I mean, low vision, the overall sight loss, that's my number one passion because I, I enjoy helping people out. But any opportunity that I have to combine sight loss and aviation, that is the ultimate for me. <laughs> So do you mind if I pass on your information? No, to her? I, I, I don't mind at all. And I would be very grateful and I would, I would love to, uh, you know, meet with Dr. Zimmer Gower and, uh, you know, find ways we can work together and help other people out. Okay. I will pass Thank on you. your information. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joyce. I appreciate it. Tom Lemos. Hey, my buddy, Tom. How are you? Barry, I, I'm blind and I use talking watches. Okay. But I, but I have a heck of a time finding the talking, a talking watch that lasts very long. And so I'm looking for a quality talking watch that I don't have to trade out every two years or so. So do you sell talking watches? We, unfortunately, we don't currently offer any talking watches. 
but I we get a lot of requests for them. So if you sign up for our newsletter, I would say watch that space because there may be something there in early part of 2021. I will do so. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, Beth. Hi, Beth. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, I was wondering, I know this is made, but I don't know where to obtain such a thing. There is such a thing as a cane and it's, I, it's not, it's not a mobility cane, so to speak, although there may be some made that do this. Canes on wheels. Are you, in other words, they have wheels instead of the regular cane tip. They can have okay. four wheels, two wheels, what, however many. Okay. And I was wondering if you carry any such, uh, so thing. Thank you. it's actually a little scary that you asked that question. So that would be a, a specifically a cane tip that we are actually are going to be offering within the next several weeks. So again, please sign up for our newsletter so you can be notified. We are about to launch a new cane tip here in the United States. And we are really excited to be able to uh, bring this to the U.S. It's something that's really unique. It's not only does it like two wheels per se, uh, but it has the ability to, it, it goes in all directions, if you want to call it. it it's something that's really, oh. really unique. So again, when I talked, talk, you know, I was talking before about, you know, disrupting and redefining, you know, for us, this specific cane tip falls into that category and it sounds exactly what you might be looking for. So please, I ask everyone, you know, out there, if you, you know, something like this, sign up for the newsletter because you never know what surprise we're going to uh, be bringing to market. Yeah, that's wow. great. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank hey. you, Dad. Edward Cohen. Hello, Barry. Thank you. Hi. I put a question out. By any chance, do you make or do you sell any unique large print products? And I have a alternative reason for asking. Uh, unfortunately, we do not. We do not have any large print products. If you were made aware of a radically designed product along those lines, would you be interested in learning more? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you're going to like it. You're going to like it there. Very interesting. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Edward. Uh, Edward, right? Correct? Correct. Yes, please send me an email. It's my personal email address. It's Barry, B-A-R-I, at thelowvisionshop.com. B-A-R-I. Yes, B-A-R-I, at shop.com. Send me an email, and I'm looking forward to taking the discussion with you all. Uh, once again, is it one R or yes, two? Yes, one R. Yes, okay. Just, yes, B, but B-A-R-I. Very well. Thank you. You're welcome. Karen. This is just a comment for Joyce. I'm in the Silver Spring area, and I've got a great low-vision doctor. If you want information, hit me up on the chat in here, and I can give you his name. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joyce. Okay, 4613. Hi, this is Jane Perry in Falmouth, Massachusetts on Cape Cod. How are you? Good, I'm great. Thank you very much. I practically have no vision due to rod cone atrophy. Um, you have given us a lot of information. I 
even though I, my vision has decreased, I had a great low vision specialist in Falmouth. But I'm interested in these cane, in this cane tip. Is this similar to the rollerball tip? Or no. Is this the next generation? This is something really unique. It's, it's not, it's not available here in the United States. Okay. Yet. And, um, again, it's something unique. And again, if you sign up for our newsletter, you're guaranteed to receive uh, information. I, I will on definitely it. do that. You have given me tears of joy for this holiday. Oh. Oh, and also, I just want to tell you the We Talk cane. Yeah, the We Walk. Yes, We Walk was advertised in the here and there section of the American Council for the Blind Braille Forum about three or four months ago. Okay. Yeah. So there was a uh, some updates that were just recently. Uh, Software right. updates that were in, made given some enhancements, and so um, we actually just introduced WeWalk uh, within the past uh, couple of weeks. So uh, we're excited. To um, have and I will definitely be in, in contact with you. Can I ask Dr. Bill a quick question? Yes, please. How do I join or rejoin the Council for Low Vision citizens? Visit our website at cclvi.org. That's what I thought. Okay, and, thank you, sir. Okay, yeah, join CCLVI. So. Thank you very much. This was an thank awesome, you. awesome evening. Uh, uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we have Wes Brown. Yes. I hey, Wes. You, yeah, I like that your wearables and, you know, your glasses. And it seems like you either got the little glasses, like the Orcam, that you look at something, it either reads it to you or describes it to it verbally with a voice, or they're like, big hurricane things that stick out like four or five inches beyond your nose and it and just puts little screens in front of your eyes. Do you know if you have or will be coming out with a pair of like glasses, smart glasses, where they have a glasses lens, but they can project like an image on the lens, like a like a line along along the ground going towards the address you're going to, or it's like a bus goes by and you see that see its big number above it, or you look at a crosswalk and you see either an orange hand or white walking person, you know, over it, you know, depending, depending on what the pedestrian light is. Right. Do you know I, you come up with technology like that? Or look at the sign and you see kind of like easy to read print of what it says beside it. Right. So what you're describing is not available yet as far as being able to detect some of those uh, characteristics and features. Uh, it's definitely, uh, I would say, in the works. And okay. I, I hope something like that, you know, when you mentioned like OrCam, I just want to straight, you know, uh, clarify your OrCam devices don't actually improve or utilize a person's sight. It's purely in a piece of assistive technology where the other devices, maybe like an Iris Vision or a Vision Buddy or an eSight, those devices are good for individuals who have low vision, who have some remaining sight where we are able to maximize their existing site and utilize it for specific tasks. So um, I, I think what you're asking for is not, you know, it's not crazy. You know, maybe a few years ago, people would say, you know, Wes, wh what are you thinking about? You know, this is a little bit, this is too far, you know, futuristic. But I would say that anything is possible and, you know, stay tuned because there's constantly, constantly new devices in the works. And I will just, you know, share with everyone here that I have been very fortunate to be involved with, with you know, low vision, uh, blind technology with a lot of the startups out there. And for some reason or another, I personally receive uh, calls and emails from startups around the world 
reaching out to me on a monthly basis about new technology. And I'm very fortunate that I have the ability to see, not physically see what's coming out in the future, but to get a taste of where things are going and what's, you know, what's on the, on the uh, you know, on the horizon. So, um, again, we, we're, we pride ourselves in the work that we do. And, uh, again, we're very fortunate to play this role. So thank you, Wes. And also, where can I get this artwork you're talking about? Where could I, I be? Uh, if you can go uh, at the top where it says accessories, click on that. Thank you. You're welcome. And you'll see uh, awareness. Cheryl. <laughs> hey, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. I know you guys are running out of time. Um, I just thought of this um, since you're talking about technology. And I don't know if you do apps, too. but And I don't know if you're familiar with the... Um, the most recent Google did the has they're working on the Google um, uh, Google project guideline, and I can talk about it because it's public now. And they have they're working on something. It was with Android that the phone it's an app that it's and it the phone is attached to the belt like a belt around your waist, and it's to help. People, I was able, well, let's just put it this way. I was able to walk without a cane and without a dog for the first time in 25 years in a um, controlled environment. And anytime I wavered off this line, I got a loud uh, sound. It got faster and louder in my left ear or in my right ear. And um, I just didn't know if you're aware of that and that maybe that's something, um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I, thank you. Thank you so much, Cheryl, for bringing that to my attention. Were you involved in, the, in this particular study? I was. Yeah. I'm, I'm the one in the video with the hot, with the lady with the heels that they talk about with the okay. boots. <laughs> so it's, it's called a Google Pro Project Guideline. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, if, yeah. if you if if you don't mind, if can you? Um, I can share the video with you. Yeah, if you, if you, can, I'm gonna give you. As you see, I don't know if you see my email address. I'm gonna send you my email address right now. Okay. Okay. And um, I'd love to um, communicate and, and stay in contact with you. Okay. And it's Barry B A R I. Yes. B A R I. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's B A R I at the Low Vision Shop. Okay, got it. All right, just want to make sure. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. We have an Elizabeth. She wants the web address again, I guess. Uh, the website address is the lowvisionshop.com Tarika Walton Hey Barry hey. So I actually have a couple questions my sure. first one is after listening to you describe the different devices and technology that you offer do you consider quote unquote unique to be putting together already existing simple technologies in ways that have not been put together before? I would say that's unique, yes. Awesome. And my second question is, you named off the prices of these really great devices that were really high. Uh, how do you expect individuals to afford thousands of dollars to purchase these devices? Great question. So, uh, again, where there are every state offers a, um, if you want to call it, you know, services for the blind. Now, again, not every state and not every 
Department of Rehabilitation Services, you know, are going to provide all those devices. But there are some that will provide, especially if individuals are going, you know, utilizing it to stay at work or go back to work. Um, some states, there are programs, there are grants out there. Um, you know, every state is different. And, you know, from time to time, we get access to some of those funds. Again, so um, if you sign up for a newsletter, we let, you know, individuals know if anything like that is available. And, um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's you, you know, you bring a very, it's a great topic that we're asked all the day because insurance doesn't, until now, doesn't necessarily cover the cost of these devices. However, I want to put this out there that we are seeing, um, I would say, the page turning. And in some instances, depending on your insurance provider and your specific plan, we are starting to receive confirmation that individuals are receiving some reimbursement, not the full reimbursement, but some reimbursement. And of course, every dollar counts. So, you know, it's, it's on a case by case basis. And obviously we cannot, you know, guarantee that they will cover, but, you know, we are starting to see, um, you know, in, in many cases, wearable devices now are starting to uh, get, receive some level of reimbursement, which is very, very promising. And then my third question is, would it be okay if we went to uh, the organizations that support us and offered them a chance to buy from the low vision shop? Absolutely. We work with a lot of organizations. We work with a lot of uh, federal, state, you know, local uh, organizations. Um, so we work with, we would love to work as, with as many people as possible. We definitely love that. Thank you. Thank you. You're I, very welcome. I have a phone caller 4141. What, what, what is between those chains that we're talking about? Versus like a rollerball. Oh, are you talking about the, the cane tip that we were talking yeah. about? So this is, it's, it's a new cane tip that's going to be coming out in several weeks. Um, it has the ability to not just when you, when you use your wrist as far as going from right to the left, but it has more of a, like an omni, if you want to call it, um, what's the word I want to look for? It basically, it, it, it's, it's, it has two wheels, but these wheels, they go in all different directions. So oh, omnidirectional. Yes, omnidirectional is the right is a good word. Yes. Interesting. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Can I use my real hand because I can't I can't find the hand on the. <laughs> Hi, this is wonderful. Hi. Um, thanks, Robert. Um, my name's Elizabeth. Hi, and nice to um, going off of what you just said, because I'm really into the different tips. Would you kind of is it sort of like I'm imagining like, you know, the wheel the um, suitcase wheels. That when you are pulling it, they can kind of shift and turn it. it there, it's not as flexible. It's not like, it's not as, it's uh, like that, but not like that. Let me see if yeah. uh, Dr. Bold, would I, have, okay, if I maybe uh, brought a picture up here on the screen? Yes, that would be fine for those yes. who could see it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, let me see if if I can just give me one moment. We'll be there. Thanks everyone for their patience. 
Thanks for doing it. And it also, by the way, it will. It also has like a, almost like a kickstand actually for, for the uh, for your for your cane as well. So let me uh, go ahead and, and share my screen now. All right, guys. Here is a picture of this this cane tip that I've been this omnidirectional cane tip. So. It, by the way, just if everyone, if, if for those of you who have some sight, if you can see that it's present, and basically, it, again, it's like it's it's like four wheels, two wheels on each axle, and it has a hook tip, for you know it will be interchangeable with like any Ambutech or any other cane out there. Um, it has a hook tip, or it's going to have the. Um, I apologize for the description of the other type of of uh, a big cane head that it'll have. But basically, if I, I don't, Elizabeth, I don't know if you're able to make out as far as the way this, this omnidirectional is as far as on these wheels. Um, basically, it's, it's their, their orange and gray, and they roll in each direction. So it, it makes it a, uh, a, a smoother, uh, feel as far as different being able to detect different textures and um, I wish my colleague uh, who uses one I wish she was here with me oh, I wish she'd be able to describe it better so I apologize wow so I was just curious because right now because of the lock I'm in California where this really severe lockdown here in the south mm -hmm. southern California mm -hmm. when you get a tip so normally I go to the um like for me, Braille Institute, they can mm -hmm. uh, change out the tips. Mm -hmm. Is that something that I could do? Or Yes, abso absolutely. Oh. I will tell you that to be very careful, when I say be careful, when you are changing a cane tip, uh, especially a hook tip, you have to be very careful. I hear Tom laughing because he's probably, okay. he knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, if you don't, when you pull it out, there should be a, a little bit of a, a plastic piece that will like, almost like a canoe shape that will like lay on top between the 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 go across basically the cane and uh, it will pro prohibit the uh cable from going into the cane so you don't want to lose the cable from going in once oh, the cable oh i know goes, exactly what you mean yeah so w once you lose the cable uh then your cane is somewhat destroyed so um, make sure that, uh, you protect the cable and it has usually this plastic piece that will pop out. And then you can, uh, hook it, hook the, uh, this new cane tip right around the cord and then tuck it back in and you're good to go. I did not know that when I tried to change out my cane tip and I did lose the cord, but I was so determined <laughs> that I ended up pulling it out again with a lot of work. Good what did you do to pull it out? <laughs> there, if I, pens. If I, I used oh. pens. Like the writing pens. Yes. Push them down in there. And also I would pull apart, because I have a folding cane. Right. I pull apart the sections and then I'd push the elastic band, just push it down. Pull it out from the top, push it down from the bottom until it popped out. So that's what I did. I was just so determined. I I know what you mean. It's so frustrated and so determined. <laughs> if if I can jump in there, ladies, I did that once. That's why I was chuckling when Barry was talking. <laughs> uh, yet yet um, 
take the cane apart so you take the, the, the tension off of the cord and then just take a, a piece of wire, put a very, very small hook on the end of a piece of wire, slide it up through that bottom section where, you know, where you lost it. And because there's no tension on the cord anymore, it'll, you can pull it right out and you, then you put your finger through it, so, you know, so it won't go anywhere. And then you can hook your tips up again. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> great idea, Tom. Hey, Tom, well, I you, got Tom. a new business for you. <laughs> you, can, you can repair canes, all right? <laughs> it's, it, it, it sends you in orbit when it happens to you. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a 4613 with their hand up. Thank you. It's Jane again from Falmouth. Just a couple of quick comments. And a quick idea, because that's happened to me too. My mobility instructor told me um, when I had mobility is when you take the tip off, especially with a hook, if you slide a pen or a pencil through that loop and then hook it on and then so you won't lose it. Yeah. That's the what I do thing now. Is, yeah. The other thing is about the financial issue, about your products. There's mm -hmm. a couple of things I'd like to suggest, sure. which I have done. Number one is contact your local Lions or Rotary yes. Club. and ask for a scholarship because I've just downloaded two applications. And also the American Council for the Blind, their legislation is working. They have a bill in progress. It's a Senate bill. I don't know the number, but I can get back to you with more information that if you have Medicare, it's actually inappropriate. It's in a committee that if you have Medicare, you pay a um, deductible and then they will pay the rest. So Excellent. there are things out there that will help you financially if you really, really want something that's too accessible, too much for you to pay for. Thank what about the Medicaid? Is that covered or no? Yes, Medicare. Excuse me? I'm sorry, I was just asking, do you know whether or not Medicaid was also covered or is it just Medicare? No, not that I know of. Just yeah. Medicare right now, but that's something we could work on. Thank you. Hey, Beth, your hands up. Yes, uh, thanks, guys. Um, I wanted to also, speaking of canes, that's really exciting about the new tip. I also wanted to know, is there a cane which is certified, so to speak, to be able to take your weight? If you stumble, instead of, say, using a rollator, which works really great, but sometimes space-wise you can't, you know, it's a little bit difficult to, to do that. Is there a cane which can take your weight if you start to fall and you can just brace yourself that way? Unfortunately, I have not seen anything like that. Would yeah. that be a support cane? Yeah, but they, they wouldn't, I don't think they have those wheels. I was trying to get the two concepts together. Not yet, not yet. Okay, great. Well, Barry, I just want to tell you, this has really been very, very informative. And uh, I would love to have you back on our program when we have more ideas, more tools, and more devices to talk about. Would Thank you be you. interested in doing that? Absolutely. It would be my greatest pleasure. I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed everyone's questions, the interaction, and uh, really I just want to thank you know Christine for you know being persistent and uh, putting this together. 
and um, really happy to be here. So thank you very much. And one more time, Barry, real quickly, your phone number? Uh, phone number is 410-431-2020. That's 410-431-2020 and thelowvisionshop.com, thelowvisionshop.com. Okay, you're going to be seeing a lot of emails tomorrow, Barry. <laughs> okay, no problem. I want to okay. uh, thank everyone and wish everyone uh, good health and happy holidays. And Dr. Bill, thank you for being an oh. incredible host together with you, Christine. And I look forward to returning in the near future. Oh, thank you very much. The same to you. Okay, so on behalf of everyone here... We hope that you learned a lot, and we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. Good night, everybody.